authorize national identity cards. We did not authorize the eye of Big Brother to appear from cameras throughout our city. We did not authorize an eye for an eye. We did not authorize this administration to wage war anytime, anywhere, anyhow it pleases. We did not authorize war without end. We, we did not authorize. We, we did not authorize. 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 I know. and Jesus. We hit it. Let's do this damn thing. I can't wait till last Sunday. I think it's already announced. 866-277-4969. Welcome into the hideout. It is J-Dubs. El Jefe last tonight. And maybe forever. It is the hideout. We are uh, online. Radiohideout.com. I am trying to get Radiotreehouse.com up and running so we can have the new show website up. Jefe uh, gave me a call about... Half hour ago, yeah, and uh, he was getting pulled over by the cops <laughs> oh on his way back home from an appearance, and uh, I guess he was doing a little uh, drunk driving. <laughs> Mexican. One thing that you have to know about El Jefe, a lot of people don't know. I don't even know if you know this, Tommy. He uh, he has a, a lot of demons that he battles with, and uh, only his family and his good friends know that he has been uh, an alcoholic for probably about four years. I kind of suspect there's something a little off with him, but well, I didn't know that. You know, he's very emotional, and that has a lot to do with it. He also, um, well, we're, we're going to get into it. He said he's going to give us a call from uh, from jail today. Great. And hopefully we can uh, sort this all out. He, he could be doing a good two years because this has happened to him before. This isn't the first uh, DUI. This is the first one in D.C. I thought he was doing a lot better. I, I never did any interventions with him because yeah. I figured he has to deal with it in his own ways. I might have uh, might have been a little passive on it and should have stepped in a little bit earlier. I think we got a Huffy in line right now. Huffy. Yeah. What's up? Hey, put me on. You are on. What the hell's going on? What? You son of a bitch. I'm not arrested. What are you doing? You aren't calling us from jail right now? No! I'm on hey. my way back from our gigs. I'm just going to leave it. After I found out that you were in jail, uh, Tommy made something for me, and I hope you like this. This is going to be the new uh, the new open. What is You're listening to The Hideout with and J-Dubs. 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 A Tommy Bateman production. Oh, you're talking about the treehouse. You know, eventually we'll have to tear this treehouse down. You know that, that's the law. Yeah, I know. Can't we just stay up here all night? Ain't nothing gonna get us down on the street. Not tonight. Not tonight. That's your treehouse. That's your home. That's your castle. What the hell's right. going on? It is the hideout. The treehouse now. Finally, we finally got rid of them. 106.7 WJFK. Okay, first of all, I'm going to sue you for, like, libel or slander. Why? I'm not an alcoholic. And by the way, okay, I've been I... an alcoholic in the last four years. I think you're born one. Okay, okay, here's one thing. And what the hell's the Mexican joke, Tommy? What's going on with that? Hefe. You little son of a bitch. Hefe. What's up, Mo? Hefe, I didn't want. I wanted to sugarcoat it for you. The truth is, Hefe is in jail for pedophilia. He, uh, <laughs> he was supposed to be at his appearance today. He ended up at the Woodbridge, Woodbridge Middle School. Uh, Woodbridge Middle School? What are you talking about? I don't know. What, what were you doing down there? Dude, I just got done with his appearance at uh, the, the meeting place in D.C. And Mr. Smith, I got people that could prove I was there. 
I'm on my way back to the station now. I'll be there by the second segment in time to talk to Porno Dan. What is this? Why are you creating opens? Why are you lying, Santa Lopetto? The meeting place for you is the jungle gym. Let's be honest with you with each other here. I don't understand. All right, you know what? I'm gonna hang up now, and I want I want DC on this Friday night because I'm out and about driving around with my chauffeur Joy. Drunk. And yeah, and, why, why? No, I got a designated driver. Hefe. And you know what, DC, you deserve the treehouse. Enjoy it. Hefe. What? You know I've had a bad day. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, you don't want me to hang up now? No. Oh, I think my phone's cracking. <laughs> treehouse. Treehouse. What? <laughs> For some reason, he touches kids, and I'm the bad one. I didn't do anything. Will you stop it? I don't, I don't, okay, okay. It's not even funny. I'm you not even in studio, and that's not a funny joke. You, that's horrible. You haven't been convicted yet. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry that I, I am, uh, you know, why would you find calling it? you guilty before the jury does. Seriously, why would you find this funny? Why is it, How is this amusing to you? That's a horrible situation, and here you yeah, are. I know. This is what the treehouse is. Jokes like that. Yeah, he's compelled to touch kids, though. Yeah. Okay, I'm by. You're not hanging up. Oh, he did hang up. He did hang up. Oh, well, he showed us. <laughs> so how long has he been touching kids, then? Uh, he's going to call back. Um, <laughs> I don't think he's calling back. I think he's gone. I think the, the, his one phone call was up. And now he's in the cell with some big black guy. Hefe, <laughs> you there? I think Oddball got it. 866-277-4969. Now, Hefe is a, uh, a a very moody guy. Even if you, uh, if you if you bring up a bit that he thought up, yeah. he gets mad. He told me to say he touched kids. <laughs> he's proud of it. He's hoping that this will be his uh, front. I, I was at an appearance. I, I couldn't be out touching kids. Hideout, you're on the air. Hey. What's up? Hey, I, I, uh, I was down at Mr. Smith's tonight, and I just wanted to say that uh, El Jefe groped me in the uh, bathroom. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> I'm uh, 32. Oh. Well, that's not illegal. Yeah, yeah, Were I know. If you were disgusting, down though. What did he do? You know, I was down at the urinal, and... Um, and I taken a leak, and he looked over the side, and then uh, and then reached for it. <laughs> if this happened to anybody else, eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine, and uh, we're gonna get together a class action lawsuit against. The I appreciate Apple. that. I appreciate no that. No problem. Put my name at the head of the list. It'll be grown men and kids. Later on, guys. Class action suit here. Later, bro. So he was at what Sequoia or whatever tonight? No, uh, Sequoia was last oh, yeah. night. He was curious. Happy. Hey, this is Dan. Dan, porno Dan. Yeah, what's up, buddy? What's going on, bro? You're on the air. You're on the air. I'm on the air already. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. We don't have a phone screen right now, so you're on the air. We don't have a phone screen right now, so you're on the air. Excellent. Even better. I'm just arriving right now. I'm in Los Angeles. I'm here with Brittany Andrews, and we're uh, registering right now. I'm actually registering as press today, uh, so I can cover this event for you wonderful fine people. And I'm going to be running around a convention floor here in about 10 minutes. Uh, find a bunch of fun porn star girls for us to talk to and see uh, I'll get any questions you can ask them about the nation's capital. See how wonderful the education level is for your typical porn star with reference to the wonderful monuments that we have in our fine capital city. Now, uh, what uh, what girls do you already have lined up? Any, uh, any, uh, any kind yeah, of your eye? Yeah, Brittany Andrews is with me right now, so I'm going to put her on the phone so she can say Hey, Brittany? Go on, you're on the air. Oh, okay. Hey, what's up, Brittany? Hello, how are you doing? Not bad, how are you? Now, what movies have you been in? 
Oh, my God, dude. I've been in this business 11 years. Yeah, give me <laughs> some. There's hundreds of them out there. Very nice. Any, anything freaky, uh, part of fetish stuff, or? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm known for. What, what What's your uh, most known fetish? That, keep it clean, though. Um, I do trampling smoke. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, <laughs> some of that we can't quite see on the air. Yeah, so um, you said trampling. What is trampling? Tra huh? Trampling is the art of stepping. It's uh, where an, it's a foot fetish kind of thing. It's it, where an in, uh, we, were, we were talking about this last night. Um, was there is there little animals involved in this? No, there is not. No, this is just I, uh, straight up. No way. Trampling. No way would I. No way would I promote in any kind of way anything that would be foul treatment of animals whatsoever at all. No, it's just hold on, Brittany. We got it. We got another uh, another person for our class action suit. Mike, you're on the air, Mike. Yes, this is Mike Guest. LFA tried to get me into a little glory hole action, and I didn't appreciate it. Now, uh, would you like to... Uh... Go ahead, Benani. Uh, we got to come up with 75000 75000 for yeah. class action? No, that, that won't no, be no, a problem. get him out of jail. Oh. All right, Brittany, we're back to you now. Has FA ever touched you? <laughs> I think she's gone. Uh, yeah, she's gone. What? No, I'm here. I can't. I'm sorry. What happened? We were asking if Hefe ever touched you. If what? <laughs> Never mind. Tell us more about your videos, please. <laughs> um, like I said, it's trampling, brother. I know. Well, I'm. What? What is it? To uh, you've been in the business for 11 years. Um. And who got you into the business? Um. Well, pretty much. Uh, I met Jenna Jameson in. Um, I met Jenna Jameson in uh, Jamaica, and I was interested in getting into the industry, and she kind of helped me uh, get my first foot into the door. Now, are you in love with, with Jenna like most women are? I'm sorry? Are you in love with Jenna? Because I know Jenna has this power over women that she just... No, definitely not. <laughs> I used to live with her. I, you know, she's an equal, not a, not a goddess to me. <laughs> We all have our own thrones up here, you know? Now, you're part of this whole fetish world. Is there anything that still excites you, or are you pretty much desensitized to the whole thing? I don't know. I absolutely adore everything. The only reason that I do it is because I do enjoy it. Like, But but you haven't become more, uh, more blah about regular sex at all? I've never liked regular sex. Really? <laughs> no, regular sex is definitely not my cup of tea. When did you lose your virginity? Uh, when I was 13. How old was the guy? Uh, like 14. Or was it a guy? How old were you when you were yes, with, with a, a woman? Uh, 17. All right, we offbeat. Offbeat, you're in the hideout. How you doing, guys? What's I'm up? I'm a little sad tonight. I have to admit I've been sexually harassed by El Jefe. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll have you sign the uh, petition on RadioTreehouse.com. Brian, Brian, you're in the treehouse. Hey, man, this is a crazy post to work. I was on my way home in Middleburg and uh, having a brew, and uh, this dude who's out in the back seat, it's Hefe. He tried to grab me. All right, go to RadioTreehouse.com and sign the petition. Brittany, you still there? Who's grabbing everybody? Who's uh, uh, He's in jail right now. <laughs> We're just trying to get him, put him away for the rest of the... Dan will fill you in on Hefe. Yeah, Dan will fill you in on him. <laughs> and then he'll fill you in on other things, too. <laughs> no, me and Dan do not have sex. Have Ever? Tom? Huh? Ever? Uh, we did one time, and then we both realized that it just wasn't our cup of tea. Was it video, or was it just, you know, casual? Oh, God, no. It was definitely for work. Definitely for work. 
Now, how, how, how wasn't your cup of tea? I don't understand. Uh, All right, we lost. Hey, hey Brittany, it's Brittany. Wait, we, we lost. I had to dump out twice there. <laughs> I wish that uh, we uh, had some of these people there, or uh, if Tommy, if we had screeners at all, uh, we could prep some of these people because the F-bomb has been dropped twice. <laughs> you hear it, man. I'm, I love she, uh, she just says she doesn't have her friends for fun. You gotta point out. I mean, what, I mean, how much does she? Have, how much regular sex, casual sex does she have? She says she doesn't like just regular sex. It has to be fetish now. We were talking about that last night. Yeah. About, I mean, does it get boring? And she says it's not boring, but she says she's never been into regular. So <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. That seems odd to me that you wouldn't be in the. I know you're in the third line. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You get a, I already lost that one. Thanks, to, thanks for the show. Wonderful show. Now I'm completely alone again. What happened? Hello. Hello, Dan. Hey, Dan. Yeah, what's up, guys? We got a couple swear words that I had to dump out, so we had to wrap back up. Mantan, Mantan, uh, you're in the hideout. Say that son of a bitch. I told him I didn't want to, but he made me. He took the only thing I had. I was saving it for my wedding night. <laughs> He Thank you, man. Bad places. Uh, Afe, how'd you just bring the wall that quick? I'd like to say that I'm glad my job's safe. <laughs> you guys are beautiful. Jesus. I just got a call. Hurry up, get in there. This is the most uncomfortable thing I've ever heard. Actually, actually, I'm here. It's okay. I was not in jail, like you said. I did not get pulled over. I was not. What is this about Woodbridge Middle School? Where did this come from, Dubs? I heard it through the grapevine. From who? On what is this Treehouse.com? I'm getting it up. RadioTreehouse.com. And what is that imaging? Let me hear this. How long have you had this? Have you been planning on me being away? I, I've had it tucked away for a few months, just waiting for the day. What is this? Let me hear. You're listening to the Hideouts with and J Dubs. J Dubs. Why am I a Tommy Bateman production. Oh, you're talking about the treehouse. You know, eventually we're going to tear this treehouse down. You know that, that's the law. Now. I know. Can we just stay here all night? Ain't nothing going to get us down off the street, not tonight. That's your treehouse. That's your home. That's your castle. Okay, hold on a second. clips for you, Bateman, to put into something to make fun of the treehouse, because the treehouse is the one night that I took off to go see Manson, and Dubs hosted the show by himself, and the treehouse is the standard for all that is awful, and I'm glad to see that the measuring stick got bigger. Is that what you said to the kids? Stop that. That's not even funny. I'm laughing. You would, because you're a creep. Porno Dan, I apologize. How are you? You there still? No, yeah, he just hung up. I don't blame him. All right, we're going to take a break. Hold on a second. Wait a second. Let me see what this is. Ted Ferguson, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, you guys uh, you guys got to stop listening to Offbeat. He was uh, accidentally cornered corner me. I don't even know what that is. Ben, you're on JFK. Yeah, this is a little awkward for me. I was going to call to pledge my allegiance to the treehouse with JWs, but since you're there now, I don't know what to do. Pledge your allegiance to the hideout, goddammit. What are you looking to uh, flake oh, out? I don't, I don't know. That, that promo with the two guys in the treehouse, that sounded a little pedal, my, pedal to me myself. Yeah. 
I mean, so I don't know. I don't know. I feel very betrayed by both of you right, right now. I will I will pledge my allegiance to you, El Jefe, until I learn otherwise. But I was all set to, to further the kingdom of J-Dubs and, and uh, Johnny Panani. So I, I don't know. I appreciate it. Oh, my God. That's a horrible kingdom. I feel sorry for whoever's doing that. Jesus Christ. What Panani... How are you in on this? I, I, I got nothing. I, I bought you chicken nuggets, man. I went out and bought some beer and some chicken nuggets for you. I, I know what it, you know. He's the creepy old uncle. Remember? All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. It's the hideout. The hideout with El Hefe and J-Dubs. It is the what they say about the way you people are. Is this Even retards can do a radio show. The Hideout. With LFA and J-Dubs. sort of a, an explanation is needed by the two sons of bitches standing behind the board and the libel and the slander that was heard on WJFK nearly 15 minutes ago. Uh, first, though, we said everything. If you want to get a hold of us. 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969. Also, too, make sure you go to RadioHideout.com. It is your virtual hideout. You can go there and uh, learn everything you need to about the show. It is Friday night. And I know that the city is hopping, J-Dub. Yeah? Because that's what was going on. I don't know where this this DWI thing came from. These are all, I got a barrage of IMs and calls from people saying that you got you were in the clink. I, I heard you on the way in saying that I called you 30 I, minutes before I had the show to, I had to make it more, I, I had to embellish a little bit. I'm sorry. Okay, so where do you go with the kid touching then? What is that? I've heard I heard uh, both the UI and Kitchen. And how do you come up with Woodbridge Middle School if such a thing even exists? I don't know. I, that, these are all things that listeners have been told, telling me all night. Nothing, man. You're in the hideout, I, Jay. And you weren't answering your phone. Are you there, nothing, man? Hey, I'm nothing, man. Yeah. Me and, uh, me and, uh... <laughs> and that's what you did. That's what it is right there. Can I go over the rules for the callers one time, please? You want, you're supposed to tell them when they call in. Well... No one under the age of 18 unless you're... No, not even if you're a hot chick. You have to be 18 or older. Christ. And speak clearly. And what is it with you throwing in the Mexican jokes, Bateman? And how is that thing all of a sudden a Tommy Bateman production? Dubs and Bateman. 
You're listening to The Hideout. No, you're not. With and J-Dubs. J-Dubs. And look at all... J-Dubs. A Tommy Bateman production. Oh, you're talking about the treehouse. You know, eventually we're going to take this treehouse down. You know that. That's the law. Yeah, I know. Can't we just stay here all night? Ain't nothing going to get us down. Nothing. Tonight. That's your treehouse. That's Mine. your home. That's your cat. Mine. All right. For those of you new to the show, this is the hideout. And Dubs has had this fantasy of having a show called The Treehouse. And we tried this experiment once before when I went to go see Marilyn Manson. I decided to take a night off on the old Saturday night show. It was The Treehouse. Dubs, explain what happened in The Treehouse. It went phenomenal. Except for about the first, I don't know, 15 minutes. And then you just started playing everything available in the WJFK Music Library, right? I, I thought it was a great selection. Phenomenal. I mean, I... Is stuff that you know. I, I created my own format, and I think I was I was very proud of it. And the format was anything that was in the closet, except for me. <laughs> and so that's what the treehouse is. Jado's treehouse, and it's so funny because you can go to websites like DCRTV.com, any of the websites you can see. Uh, the treehouse is the standard for all that is bad in radio. Well, I, I like to be some kind of standard. And so what do you do? You go on the air with the, your treehouse, because I'm running a little late from my events. You're listening. Stop it. <laughs> and you're like, all of a sudden, you're like, I think I pulled over for a DWI. And I'm like, what is this? So I decided to call in. I'm on my way here. I'm on 66. got designated driver. Not even that I've been drinking, by the way. And then I call in to defend myself and say, hey, I wasn't drinking. And then uh, there's no DWI. And you're like, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Woodbridge Middle School pedophilia. What is that? Where would you? Why would you make that up? I didn't make it up. People were telling me this. I, I only. This is what was reported to me. From who? Who told you this? I want names. Sid. Sid Cada. Sid Cada. Sid Cada is the one that did this. Yes. You son of a bitch! I should punch you in your killer clown man boobs. By the way, I heard Don and Mike talking about that's back, that's back in regular rotation yeah, on HBO. HBO. Yeah, I got to get that. God damn. Treehouse what? Never again. Can we say that now? Never again for the treehouse? You're listening. <laughs> and, and I want to know this. How long have you been holding on to that? Um, It's been since about two weeks after the original treehouse. Talking about the treehouse. You know, eventually we're about to tear this treehouse down. You know, now, it's over. I know. People just stay up here all night. Ain't nothing going to get us down off the street. Not tonight. That's your treehouse. That's your home. That's your castle. I'm mad that the imaging for the treehouse is better than the hideout. I like that. I like the Bernie Mac stuff. That's a great show. Hey, have you seen the uh, previews for his uh, Mr. 3000 movie? He, bays a, he plays a baseball player who apparently, uh, the baseball player um, that Bernie Mac plays, as soon as he gets 3,000 hits, he decides he's going to retire. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, uh, the guy, re you know, he retires, and they go back and they stat check, and it turns out there were a couple of errors. Oh. And so, and it, this is like 10 years later when he's about to get into the Hall of Fame. So he's like 10 years out of baseball, and he's got to go back in and try to get three hits. It looks like a great movie. I love Bernie Mac regardless. I love him from like the little bit parts on like Friday and stuff. What the hell is this? Is this really a Channel 9 reporty, reporter? 
the infamous Woodbridge Elementary KT has been caught. Oh, my God. Matt Howard, what are you doing? Why are you playing into this? How dare you make me do topless bear hugs? <laughs> God. Hey, you fat kid. Hey, look, my nipple All right. Stop already. Jesus. Hey, let me say this. A dumb bun's going to work out tonight. <laughs> Let me say this. I'm out at the, uh, my first gig was at the meeting place as we're trying to give away the trip for two to Mazatlan, Mexico. Dude, I am not kidding you. I met the Mrs. Matt Albert. Oh, great. I, th I thought you were going to bring up uh, a chick like me. So, no, that wasn't going to happen. She's saying, no doubt, don't speak beautifully, but I'm not kidding you, Dubs. She was Matt Albert, but um, with smaller boobs. Uh, F you. She, I, I same weight, same. She wasn't as tall, but six one. But I mean, with the same flab in the same places, like you know, under the arms. Is she the girl in the milkshake video online? Yes, it could be. She was great, like great lady though, very fun. Yeah, but you're making fun of her on there. No, I'm not making fun of her. I'm just saying. I am. I think we have found, and this is all I'm doing. I'm sitting there at the meeting place. People are saying she's up there singing "No Down, Don't Speak," and I'm like. This girl's really, really good. But all I'm thinking the whole time is what it would be like for her and Matt to get together. I mean, the two of them together would combine for at least 700 pounds. That's I'm, say, I'm saying at least because you're 497. What is that? Her 300? I'm going to say it's pushing 750. And you guys and the sex that you could have would be... Outrageous. No, I don't even know about outrageous. Sweaty, steamy. Sloppy. Luscious. I don't even know about supple. luscious. All right, thank you. Dirty bastard. Channel Nine reporter. KT. You son of I speed it already. <laughs> and this is all it's going to be name calling. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Why do you give a number then? Cuz you're asking for it now. All right, Canada man says they should put the treehouse on the weekends. And you're listening to I stop it already. We and J-Dubs. And why am I... J-Dubs. J-Dubs. A Tommy Bateman production. Oh, you're talking about the treehouse. You know, eventually you have to tear this treehouse down. You know, if you heard this, you'd think, man, the treehouse is probably pretty cool. Little do you know. And by the way, I'd love to talk to Brittany Andrews. I'm pissed that the treehouse got that exclusive. Yeah. And that ain't we got We got great guests. <laughs> you're lining up all the stars. We're booking them. Unfortunately, I came in and we weren't able to talk to Michael Powell, who was scheduled next. Yeah. Um, you heard you were coming in. And he doesn't want to be associated with uh, your actions. Oh my God! All right, let's go to uh, Craig Headband here in the hideout on JFK. You there? What's up? Yep. Beat it. Uh, Uncle Chobies? Yes. Hello. What? I have been. Um, I'm married to Aunt Chobies. Okay. It's very deep. And uh, I've been listening tonight, thinking very hard. Hey, J-Dubs, how are you? How's it going? I don't know if my teeth are clean. Hey, <laughs> I've been thinking really hard about the activities and the goings-on tonight, and it may be appropriate for you to rename your show the Maternity Ward. <laughs> what do you think about that, Dubs? He's with it. Because it's full of abortions, because that's what I heard. Thank you. Oh, man. Dude, let me tell you something. Dubs, I don't know if you realize this. Yeah. I am a black man. And I say I look like Vin Diesel. But what is Vin Diesel, by the way? Do we know what his ethnicity is? Is he a brother? No, he can't be a brother, is he? I think he is. If anybody has any information on that, you're going to win a prize. What is Vin Diesel? 
866-277-4969. Anyway, I'm going to this thing. I go, you know what we're doing? We're giving away the trips, the, the trip from, from, for two to Mazatlan, Mexico. And uh, I'm out at the meeting place, which is right, perfect little location, right on like K and 17th. And I'm out there, and this is, it was, it was fun because this was the first of the karaoke gigs that was in the district. And so there were a lot of, there were a lot of like, you know, there were a lot of brothers there, you know, yeah. brothers and sisters just hanging out, singing stuff like Always and Forever, Anita Baker. I'm not, not. No doubt, the Fugees. I don't know. I'm not following. But it was so much fun. Fuji's. Lauren Hill. I'm not allowed to listen. White Club Show. I'm not allowed. I can't. I was going to pick up the CD and then someone said, no, you can't. (laughs) Instead of a parent advisory sticker on it, it had a white advisory sticker on it. This is not the Walmart in Fowlerville. Uh, I'm sorry, little white boy, but you can't listen to the Fuji's. Uh, We don't want you becoming a refugee. Have you ever had that happen? Did like did you did your parents ever tell you you can't listen to anything? No, no, it never happened to me. I, I was I've always been able to do basically what I want as far as uh, listen or watch movies. Mm-hmm. I've never been uh, you know sent up to my bed because a rated R movie is on. What's so funny is that I, as a kid, my dad wanted to make sure because he grew up like in the ghetto. He's a Latino guy. Uh, he was very into the black culture, and so he wanted me to get, a, you know, to make sure I got that too. I grew up with things like Earth, Wind, and Fire, Anita Baker, uh, Luther, stuff like that. And so then when I started getting into the younger stuff of the urban music, I got into like Ice Cube and N.W.A. and Ice T. Oh and yeah, Too Short and stuff like that. He started getting pissed at me, and he was like, "What are you doing? I don't want you to turn into a gangster." And so he wouldn't let me listen to that stuff. And I had to, like, get it from all the brothers at school and, like, get, like, bootleg tapes and I couldn't buy it. And then, you know, I had to, you know, listen to it only on my headphones. And I, he, I would tell him I'm listening to Millie Vanilli. And at the same time, I'm sitting there bumping the death certificate, Ice Cube. But it was so funny how he wanted me to be a part of that. But it's like, you can do this up until, like, 91. You know, you can still listen to Billy Ocean, Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My Car, the Cameron Gray song. But Kyle Stevens loves it. But no more of that, you know, that ice cube stuff. You know, he was afraid of that. Crackhead Dan, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up? Yo. Crackhead Dan? Yeah, yeah. Crackhead Dan. Oh, hey, 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 what's up? I had a quick question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, imagine this. If you had an opportunity to, like, drop acid with any three celebrities, living or dead, who would it be? Ah, this is a very interesting question. Dropping acid. What does acid do? Oh, I've never had acid. What does it do, crackhead, Dan? You know, that's what the government said. What? Okay. Obviously, you're dropping acid with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Well, that's a good question, though. Let's not even say acid, because acid makes you wig out. Let's say you were going to have a beer with any three people. Dubs, who are the three people you're having a beer with? Is it alive only? Alive or dead, just like the crackhead Dan said. Oh, I'll take some uh, thinking. I'm going to say mine. I'm going to say I'd want to have a beer with Bill Clinton. That That's a good one because I don't want anybody that I admire too much, Mm-mm. you know, because then I'm going to ruin a lot of uh, a lot of what I already think of them. Because you have the same kind of thing as me, right? You don't want to meet your, like, no. celebrity heroes. I've, I, I've never, I've never liked going backstage, and if I do go backstage, I keep to myself. Yeah. Uh, any, anything like that, I just I don't I don't like doing because I don't like to uh, ruin any kind of image I may have of someone. I remember just a few years ago, huge into System of a Down. 
I mean, just the biggest, and I got to I got the chance to hang out with them, and it almost ruined it in a sense because I'm sitting there face to face with Surge, having a conversation, and I'm like, well, he's not what I thought. What then? There's this pressure. Then like their basis is like, we'll do whatever you want. You you just tell us, and we're gonna go do it. And I couldn't think of anything, and it just it ruined the whole thing. And I can barely even listen to what was at one time my favorite CD, uh, Toxicity, because I had that like weird, awkward moment. Same thing with like a Marilyn Manson. Yeah. I couldn't meet him. No. I wouldn't want to. If I saw him, I'd run away. As big a fan as I am. Same thing with Maynard. Same thing with Stern. Same thing with all these people. I just don't. I don't. It's just it's too weird. And in fact, that was the other thing too. But don't you find it awkward when you know someone and they don't know you back? Oh, completely. Yeah, that, 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 I think that's one of the most awkward things for me. I don't want to go up there and like seem like you know sicka. Really? Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to seem like that. Now, I, uh, here's one. All right, so Bill Clinton, Violent J, of the Insane Clown Posse. Of the Insane Clown Posse. I've met him. He's a he, you know, he's a regular guy. I think so, but that's what I want. I want. I want famous, but like regular guys. And, and notice, no, and notice, it, we're all getting guys. I didn't even think about that. Because this is like, when you, when you do something like this, you want to do it like, you know, like you're palling around with buddies. Because I'm telling you, I'm hanging out with Violent J and uh, Clinton. I'm not going to have any problem pulling the chicks. But maybe you do want the one cool chick to be hanging out. Who would be the cool chick? Hmm. I don't know. Let's see. I want somebody that's hot but not too hot. Hot enough that's like, okay, you'd be excited. She's a hot, famous person. But on the flip side... Be like hmm. she's not hot enough, or maybe you could have a chance. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. I got one. Gina Gershon. How about Gina Davis? Uh, Gina Davis would be about it. <laughs> she's a little old. <laughs> well, the, the, you gotta take them in their uh, their age right now. I mean, you're already taking dead people. You're not taking their corpse. I'm only going alive. Oh, okay. Carlin's another good one. George Carlin. But why go to George Carlin when you got Sideshow? We can just have a beer with Sideshow and he can repeat everything that Carlin says. So we hear. I know uh, people are wondering what happened to Sideshow and him stealing and ripping off the Carlin bit and also stealing and ripping off uh, and making up the homeless person. I want to say this. Uh, we're not going to say anything more about it until we hear from Sideshow himself. So we're just there. There are stories developing, but we don't want to, you know, slam people without full information. Mike here in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, guys? I uh, I know what Vin Diesel is. What is that dude? He's just an Italian man. He's just a dark-skinned Italian is white he... guy. Really? Yeah. He just, you know, because you know how sometimes the Italians they got a little bit of the darker skin. Yeah. Then I think I, I think if you ever saw his hair, it would probably be kind of. Black. It, 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 he uh, he does have like a afro type thing going when his hair is long. I saw a uh, a high school type thing. You know when they do like uh, what were they like in high school? Mm -hmm. They should have picture him. His hair is all huge. Okay, I'm getting this on the AOL for broadband instant messenger. I'm getting that he is. Let me see. He is half Italian and half black. Okay, see, I'd buy that. I saw something on E with, like, one of those celebrity profiles on E, and I know he's, he's definitely Italian. Oh, okay. All right, so maybe that's a little bit of that there. Hey, thanks, Mike. He wins. Yeah, he won something. That's right. Congratulations. 866-277-4969. I think I know what he wins. <clears throat> what is that? A free trial of AOL for broadband. Everybody wins that. 
WJFK listeners can just call up 1-800-297-1025, 1-800-297-1025, and get your free trial of AOL for broadband. And uh, you can also call us at 866-277-4969. All right, Bateman sent me something. And who is this about? Ever since the end of his Ron and Fez days, he's gotten kind of cocky-sounding. It won't be a huge loss to see him go. He says that's from RadioHideout.com. Is that about me? It could that possibly be about me? Dubs, do you think I'm cocky? No, you're you're a very cool and calm guy. I seem pretty down to earth. No, you and your Texaco shirt. Alright, you're a son of a bitch. Alright, here's the thing. Let me give you a little quick story. So, uh, I was out at the meeting place yeah. at the karaoke. Yeah. And then the second gig that I had, god damn, you and I need to get to Georgetown. Because I was at the Mr. Smith's right there at the corner of M and 31st. Mm-hmm. And we had the table. And I didn't realize I'd been to Mr. I'd been to Mr. Smith's on my very first trip ever to D.C. I had been here. And I'm walking in, and we get a perfect table sitting right there in the window. And so you're able to watch all the hot chicks walk up and down M Street, deciding which uh, which bar they want to go into. But I had these two gigs tonight, and I decided I wanted to dress up a little bit. I'm going to the meeting place. I'm going to Mr. Smith's. I need to look presentable. Because after yesterday going to Sequoia's, looking like complete trash at this high-class establishment, yeah. I need to look I need to look presentable. So, Dubs and I go shopping today at the Fair Oaks Mall. Before we even get into going shopping, Hefe comes into work today wearing a black black pants and black shirt. I look nice, right? You need some a little bit of different color. I think the all black works for me. The, yeah. It matches the eyebrows. It looks like a bowling ball. Come on. And that's what I'm saying. Dubs, are, so we're sitting there. We're walking around Fair Oaks Mall. Okay, so here's the, here's the situation. We're hanging out. I'm the son. I gotta look good. Maybe I'm meeting up with some honeys or something tonight. You never know what's gonna happen. We're at the mall, I'm walking around Hex or Macy's or wherever the hell we are, and I'm like, you know, I want a different shirt. I just, you know, I want. I got a little money in my pocket. Maybe I get a different shirt. Maybe buy a belt or something. Dubs looks at me and says, "Yeah, that Texaco shirt you got on sucks." And it's no, just, I said it, I said it'll look a lot better than your Texaco shirt. That's why I said I didn't say it sucks. And let me explain what this is. This is a very high quality uh, polo shirt that's black with red trim around the collar and the sleeves that I got from Champs. Classy, if Classy. you would. And he's, he's calling me about uh, calling me out about being Texaco. So I look at this thing, and I'm like, holy Christ, I do look like a gas station attendant. I'm supposed to go to downtown D.C. and hang out with people, and I look like I should try to give them speed passes. Now tell me, tell me one thing. Uh, why has uh, you know the 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 uh, price for soda gone up to a buck thirty? I don't is, understand it. And this is what this is what Dubs is doing the whole time. He's asking me about gas and the price of gas and why pop is more expensive and how he can get a speed pass. And and I even said to you. Oh, and I, I kept walking around because then I became so self-conscious. I was like, God damn it, i got to buy a shirt now. Because all I can look at myself and I see gas station attendant Texaco. Top her off, Hefe. So you, and then and then you had the goal to turn around and say, Hey, dude, what are you so upset about? <laughs> Why are you so sensitive? It's yeah, just almost- me. 
And you don't realize that you give people complexes. I do not. I give you a complex. You're too sensitive. And let me say one other thing, too, while we're on the scene. I do it to Cameron every single day of the week. Cameron deserves it with his goddamn pink camouflage. If you ask him, it's not pink, it's Salmon. And there is seriously this whole movement going on where guys are no longer guys. I enjoy the Queer Eye for the Straight Guy show. I like that. Mm-hmm. Every... They, they would tear you up. Oh, yeah, I, I agree with that. But everything is like stripes. I even see the brothers wearing the stripes and putting their collars up now. Yeah, I, I was totally floored by that, leaving your collar up. I don't even know what that's about. No, I, I have no idea when or where that stemmed from. And then, too, they got like shirts on top of shirts. It's like three, four shirts all at once. They, they're putting on the mannequins to try to buy. And they don't even come close to matching. It would seriously, you'd look at it and you'd think, this guy's a hobo, and he's trying to layer in case it gets cold uh, down in DuPont. I've always um, layered my shirts. I've always done two shirts. But I do two solid colors usually. You know, I'll do like a black shirt and uh, a black long sleeve and a white T-shirt. Uh, All I know... Yeah. Is that we're going some down down some dangerous road right now, fellas? Don't fall for it. Don't go out and buy your striped shirts from hacks. Don't go out. I saw one that was a tunic. It was seriously something that Shakespeare himself would have been ashamed of wearing. Yet Perry Ellis is selling it, and so all the quote unquote stray guys are going to put it on and go down to the 18th Street Lounge and wonder why chicks aren't interested. Tommy. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. All right, take a break. One quick phone call. All right, Lindsay's been on hold for a long time. What's up, baby? You there, Lindsay? Yeah. Oh, hey, how you doing, little one? Good. Now, are you over eighteen? What? Are you over eighteen? <laughs> Just put Uncle Ryan on the phone. He's not there. <laughs> yes, he is. And if this is a call. Uh, regarding anything about anything, I don't want it. You understand what I'm saying, Lindsay? Huh? Oh. All right, and what do I say? You say goodbye. And everybody now in this instant messenger dubs. What? That was funny. Colin half a kid thought you hilarious. That's what it's gotten down to. Hey, I was, uh, I was stripped down of everything. I needed... I needed something. You went back to basics. I, you know, I, I could have pulled the tarred card. I had the tarred card in one hand and the uh, pedophilia card in the other hand. And Why already? Stop. I had to pull one of them. Pull the tarred card. <laughs> okay, I'll keep that in mind next time. If you, I would much rather you say I beat up a retard than what you were alleging. <laughs> Which, by the way, is all completely false, erroneous lies. Like you hear every day from noon to two. All right, we're going to take a break. You're listening to The Hideouts with and J-Dubs. Stop J-Dubs. it already. J-Dubs, a Tommy Bateman production. Oh, you're talking about the treehouse. Everybody is. You know, eventually we'll have to take this treehouse down. You know that. That's the law. No way. I know. Can we just stay here all night? Hell Nothing yeah. Not tonight. Woo-hoo. That's your treehouse. My. That's your home. Yours. Yours. Everyone's beat it already. Want to call the hideout? Call the hideout. Want to yell at us? Want to yell at the people yelling at us? All I want is a number. That should be goddamn good enough for you. Now give me a number. Okay. Give me a number, I'll tell you. You 
6.7 WJFK. I am Alhefe. That is Jay Dubs. It is your hideout. Go to RadioHideout.com. Get the backstory on the show. Audio has been posted on there. We have video. It is also an online community where all our uh, brothers go to hang out. All Everybody in the family, if you would. Goes, chats about various things, usually not pertaining to the show. And pretty soon we'll direct you to RadioTreehouse.com. That's never going to happen. Under the links section of RadioHideout.com, you'll find a link to PornoDan.com. Our buddy Porno Dan is in Los what's Angeles. Up? What's up, bro? Hey, what's up, fellas? How you guys doing? What's up, I'm bro? I'm here live on a convention floor. Um, I'm here with Brittany Andrews, a beautiful queen, my business partner and buddy. Let me ask you, Porno Dan, what is this? Yeah. What is this convention? What exactly is this? This convention is madness. There's uh, thousands and thousands of fans here to see their favorite porn stars and all these booths exhibiting. And uh, Brittany and I are just kind of walking around promoting Brittany's website, BrittanyAndrews.com. Beautiful. And a network of sites. So we're just walking around trying to find uh, new girls to shoot with on Sunday. Get a little of. Uh, Missed that fiasco yesterday, but we're going to make up for it. We always rally through everything. That is Brittany Andrews, okay? I just went to the website. Now you saw it. See, that's all everyone listening has to do as well. In order to see who I'm talking about, you can't just visualize it through the radio. ProBrittanyAndrews.com. See how beautiful this lady's about to come on here with you is. Because here's a true 10. I want to thank her for all the many times she's brought me pleasure. Uh, well, it's I'm sure she's brought a lot of Washington, D.C. and a Baltimore area pleasure many times. Exactly. <laughs> hey, what up? She might not have been there when they had pleasure with her, but you know they had pleasure looking at her. Hey, exactly. That's what we're talking about. Porno Dan's in the hideout, live from Los Angeles. Live convention. LA, guys. Good to see you guys. Hey, let me ask you. Oh, you see any famous people out walking around doing that kind of stuff? I don't know. Who's famous? I don't know. I mean, other than you and Brittany, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I've seen a couple, I guess, you know. It's a master type stuff. I don't really, I mean, I, I party with, you know, Hollywood people. I don't really, you know, say who I see and stuff, because sometimes I don't want to admit that they're partying with me, you know? No, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Hey, dude, uh, where's this goddamn, um, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about the article that was about you in the post yesterday. Yeah, bro. Um, I can't find the article around. Hey, did you get any reaction from, like, your parents and stuff who, uh, yeah, who may have uh, read it? No, my mom didn't say. You know, it's a typical denial approach my mom took on it. Uh, I didn't mention anything about it. Because I, um, I, I, did get a, I did get one phone call from one guy who I hadn't talked to in a long time. Who I have a very funny story I can tell you about him and I in Dallas together off there. Okay. But, uh, so, and I got a bunch of like, old people from college that emailed me, a couple of high school friends that emailed me. Because, I mean, so, the, the Post is huge. I mean, to be in the Washington second Post. Newspaper, second biggest paper in the country. And so for you to be in, like, the metro section, just knowing that people are reading all about you, i got to yeah. figure. Now, were you pissed because of the fact that they didn't put, like, PornoDan.com or no, put, give no, you a plug? No, because, you know what, I look at it this way. He could have said, so, I mean, for the, this is the newspaper that made Richard Nixon resign. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, if they got a president to resign, it can be pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah, and, that's true. You know, they took a couple shots at me, which that was expected. Right. You know, I don't know, you know, I mean, the only thing I didn't understand is this whole 
you know, I can't believe he hasn't been arrested yet. And the thing that kills me is it's perfectly legal to be topless in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And I told the reporter that at least ten times. Now, uh, so from what I understand, I didn't know you think, I mean, the article makes it seem like you go around to, like, the monuments and stuff. And, like, yeah. and like have, having people have sex at the monuments. Is this true? Yeah, I, no. <laughs> God damn, I wish it was. Yeah, I didn't get what I came from either. I mean, you know, but it's the press. What can you do, you know? Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to ask you about, too. So we didn't know you during the whole porn shutdown because of the AIDS, the HIV. What's that? We didn't know you during the whole shutdown with the, the HIV right. down on the... No, I didn't get affected. One, I don't shoot with people on the West Coast very often. Mm-hmm. And so there was no one on the quarantine list that we had shot with. And two, we're condoms only. And we get tested. So there was no reason for me to be shut down at all. And I shoot, you know, so I was like, it didn't affect me. That's why I didn't kept shooting through. And I also saw $1,500 that you made uh, performers could maybe make? Well, okay, that was his way of describing escorting. Oh, okay. When he says a private video in his home, the reality of what that is, that's what a top star such as Britney will get you know, for, 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 for escorting or more. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. But because it's supposed to can't really say escorting. That's why he put it that way. Ah, I see. I understand. Right. Well, this is good for you. Now, it gives out your real name. We're not, we don't give out yeah, real no, names in the hideout. I don't care. I mean, I don't hide my real name. No, I, I think you should. I, yeah. I think because well, we don't give out our real names. It's the hideout, right. bro. No names, uh, no hey, faces. I appreciate that. Uh, how much do you think that one of our bros like Cicada could make? How are you? <laughs> Listen, to talk, we're talking to Porto Chicks. This is great. So, we're still on the air, bro. <laughs> right here. <laughs> we only have two hours a night. I actually just had a couple big stars. I've got big stars all around me right now. Do you really? Give me yeah, one of them. Do, do you want to talk to a Brittany Andrews right now? Yeah, let me talk. Let me do. Uh, let's talk to the Brittany. Hello. How can I? Hey, it, it's Hefe. Sorry, I wasn't here in the beginning of the show. I was too busy uh, hanging out and partying. <laughs> But um, uh, and I apologize for the uh, for my boys and how they treated you earlier. We didn't treat you bad, did we? <laughs> no, no, no. I just I didn't know what I was uh, what kind of show I was on, so I apologize. <laughs> you're for on the treehouse. Uh, language. Hey, you're in a you're in a real show now. Let me ask you just a couple of things. What's your website first of all? Let's get the plug out of the way. Uh, well, I have a I have a a, a lot of different websites. But you can see uh, all of them. My cyber erotic portal is at nitsitsnetwork.com. Okay. Which is N-I-C-H-D-V-I-C-C-H-N-E-T-W-R-K.com. Yeah. Or you can just go to my personal website, which is BrittanyAndrews.com. All right, hold on. I'm going to type that in right now. I want to, I want to first of all, I want to thank you for the hours of pleasure that you have given me myself. Um, now let me. That's my job, man. <laughs> let me ask you though, seriously, when it comes down to it, were you affected by the shutdown that happened? And do you know any of the people that were uh, that uh, that uh, had all that stuff happen to uh, to them with as far as like the heaven stuff? Well, personally, I myself was not affected whatsoever at all because um, I was the first individual that is a female to be condoms only in the industry about ten, eleven years ago, dating myself. Uh-huh. And um, so inevitably, I've been through five of these uh, HIV outbreaks, and I've never dropped the beat of sweat because I've made decisions throughout my career that have protected myself. Um, like what? Like what kind of a decision? Like you wouldn't do certain well, to things? Be, to be condoms only and not do certain kind of things. I don't want to get too graphic. No, that's here. cool. That's cool. I, I bet but, I can understand. Um, but I've made positive choice decisions uh, throughout my career to make sure 
that, um, you know, I am always safe no matter what I do. And so inevitably, I personally was not affected by it. Plus, I don't really suit all that much with other companies. Um, I produce, direct, and distribute five titles a month myself and have uh, 22 websites that I produce the content for. So... I keep myself pretty busy. God damn, um, 22 websites. We're having uh, enough trouble with our own, RadioHideout.com. I don't know how you do that. Fran Dresser. Fran Dresser's in the hideout of JFK. Actually, it's uh, Brittany Andrews, BrittanyAndrews.com. Actually, Brittany's uh, probably most famous movie is called The Fanny. Oh. Uh, there, you go there. Well, yes, it is. Actually, it's nominated for uh, best actress for that. You're great. It, <laughs> it well, seems like a natural role for at least your uh, well, your vocal stylings. They made it for me. They yeah. uh, they knew me and then made the movie. It wasn't. They made the movie and then casted me. The movie was made specifically for me. So Look, uh, for a lot of couples like it because it's funny and it's cute and you know the whole deal. For the aspiring porn actresses that we have listening to the show right now. How much money can they make? Like, are you set for life? Oh, God, no. How no I let, me, let me put it to you this way. Typically, when I'm producing a movie, and we're talking about I'm paying uh, everybody from people that are doing lighting, set design, makeup artists, um, getting location fees. I mean, typically, I spend anywhere from 10000 to twenty five grand on the entire movie. And what do you bring in? Well, you know, that's my business. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, one good way, one good, uh, one good point to make is that, uh, you know, there's all kinds of distribution. I mean, you've got your American and foreign uh, video and DVD distribution. You've got okay. uh, video on demand. Say, you've got catalog, mail order. Say if, you have a, you say, say if you have a really good video. How much uh, can you expect to bring in? I'm not going to say what you normally bring in your video, but if you if if one was like to have. I said before, it's, it's it's very hard to say because typically you're getting residuals for the movie for like years to come from different distribution deals. That typically, like when you're doing like uh, foreign distribution and cable rights and things like that. So and video on demand, pay per view. So. You, you, you but it's it's, it's a good enough. leakage for years to come. Do you do any stripping? Do I dance? Um, well, I did yeah. it for quite a few years, and I just started up again this year. I'm actually going to be dancing uh, next week in Allentown, Pennsylvania. So you do, like, the feature type thing? I do. So all of, all of our listeners in Allentown. All of our listeners in Allentown, make sure you go see Brittany Andrews. Where are you going to be? I don't know. <laughs> That's right. They'll figure <laughs> so it out. Sorry, so sorry. I have my assistant take care of everything. I kind of just grab my confirmation seats and itineraries and now, jump, into I, the, jump into the limo, jump into the airplane, and jump back out and kind of... With, without, getting, without getting too graphic, what, what uh, features usually do something a little bit crazy for their end, uh, end I set? I so don't. I'm, like, I'm so not like that kind. I'm like... The only kind of thing that I really do is like baby oil or whipped cream and cherries and, you know, typical kind of pink soap kind of thing. That's you ever let them slap you? Huh? You ever let them slap you or anything like that? Oh, I'll slap them. I'm a dominant woman. Oh. I hit. Uh, <laughs> I hit and I, I'm, I'm pretty violent. You know, I've had many You hit them with that so. voice, it'll knock them on their ass. No kidding. Uh, I feel like no, people I have, getting punched have, in the I ears. Have, I have bamboo canes and riding props that are much more appropriate for that. Um, so I don't know if the boys had asked you this earlier, but are you uh, are you are you dead to uh, regular sex? I've never liked regular sex since I've been born. I've always been dead to regular sex. I'm an interesting, unique individual, and I like creative sex, and I've always been that way, and I always will be that way. 
Regular sex is for normal people. I'm a porn star. I get paid to have porn sex. I don't do that in my bedroom at home. Now, is, is it one of those things, too, where guys are intimidated, intimidated to be with you or you with chicks only? I am not into women at all. All right. I don't mind... I don't mind, like, abusing women and, like, tying them up and doing really kinds of nasty bad things to them. But other than that, um, I'm not really into females. I do love Asian women, though. They're very hot. I don't oh, think for Asian girls. You're into the scat, huh? Hey. Uh, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hold on a second. Uh, Farmer. Trying to be good here. I know. Farmer Dan, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, have this uh, chick laugh one more time. You'll hear the first porno goat. All right. Stop that. I'm sorry for our listeners. And that was I can't, I can't even hear. So okay, don't worry. good. That was our listener from uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania. All right, baby. Well, hey, uh, thank you. Let me talk to Porno Dan. Do BrittanyAndrews.com. Check it out. Hold on one second. I'll have him right on the phone. No problem. Hurry. So great. Hey guys. What's up? Hey, brother. Well, hey, thank you for that, man. Anything else going on there in L.A.? Um, I'm here. Do you know who Jacqueline Lick is? She's a big porn star. Jacqueline, uh, hang on a second. Uh, she's probably been in, what, three, four hundred movies, Jacqueline, in your life? About that, something like that. Let me ask her about that just real quick. All right, she's actually talking to Brittany for real quick. Oh, we can hear. Yeah, yeah we can hear. hear. <laughs> they want to say hot real high to Jacqueline Lick. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, baby? You're on the air on 106.7 WJFK, Washington, D.C. 300, 400 movies? Is that what it is? Yeah, something like that. How does that happen? You know, it just happens. It's like when I first got in, it was kind of like stripping. When I first started stripping, I thought, I'll do this for the weekend, and 10 years later, I'm Well, yeah, I guess you would think, you know, all right, I do one movie. Might as well just yeah. go the full, you know, the full nine and just do what, 300, 400, keep on making money off of it. You're already a porn star. There's no going back. Well, the, ra the rationale gets a little funny, too, because you're thinking, okay, I worked with Tom on Friday, and I'm working with Steven on Monday, and I've got George on Thursday. I might as well just work with them all at the same time on next <laughs> Tuesday. Right, and what, what is your website, JacquelineLick.com? Yeah, jacklynlick.com. All right, this is beautiful. Oh, you're hot, too. Or jackylick.com. Yeah, any, any of them, it all comes to me. All right, we're seeing all of this. Um, now, let me ask and, you. And I do a lot of bondage. Oh, sweet. Now, I like bondage. When you get into your, let me, like, just real quick. So we are just talking about how you first get started and everything. How, uh -huh. how nervous are you? You're obviously, you're, you're a pro now, 300, 400. How nervous I, are you on the, uh, the very first time you're on the set? You know what's funny? I am just as nervous now as I was when I started. Not at all. I huh? always get no. I get no. No, I'm very nervous. I get very nervous, especially if it's somebody that I haven't worked with before that I'm really looking forward to working with. I'm <laughs> I'm nervous. Like like if I know I have a scene to shoot on Thursday, I'm just I'm nervous all week long. Who's your favorite? Like, who's your favorite person to work with? My favorite person. Booker oh, from Good Times or Andrews. oh, bro, bro, no, of course. I'm, no, she's sitting right next to me. I had to say that. No, I'm just kidding. She is fun to work with. I like her. I like Serenity. Um, I also like to work with. Um, I actually like Ron Jeremy. Why? I, I, you know, I've heard from uh, Chloe that he uh, that he smells a little bit. Yeah, he he does. You just make him shower first. <laughs> because I watched that movie Portside. It's the greatest movie ever. I'm so fascinated with the whole thing. All you right. know, there's a myth that that porn stars can't act. Mm -hmm. And I want to just dispel that myth right now because of course. I want to see I want to see you do Ron and look happy about it. Okay? <laughs> uh, you know, oh, I will. Bring him on. That is a that is a beautiful point. That's a good one. again. Go to the website. Of course, if you're over the age of 18, uh, JacquelineLick.com. Thank you, baby. 
Okay, thank you guys. Let's talk to Dan. Dan again? Yeah. Okay. Hey, fellas. What's when, up? When are you bringing these chicks back to D.C.? Whatever you want. Tell you what. Next time I'm shooting a movie at home, which will be uh, 4th of July weekend. Beautiful. You know what you're not on the year, 4th of July weekend. It's the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll figure it out. I'm not sure. We'll figure it out. I mean, no, I'm on the road so much, but, you know, and like, I'm always shooting all over the place. And that doesn't mean about that article. The guy made it seem like I shoot everything in D.C. It's obviously not true. No. But, uh. You know, next time I've got a, a good girl, like a Britney or like little Sammy, I, I'll definitely bring her on a year when she's in town. Um, whoever, like, you know, whoever's in town, you know, some friends with whoever comes through also. Any luck with the keys? Dude, I don't think she exists. <laughs> God damn, man. That's the worst because she's so I don't hot. Think, I don't think she's real. Oh, I'm, I ask people from LGI who have an office in Budapest, and they looked at me like I was on crack or something. They go, who? You know what and I, I tried to describe her, and they're like, "No." You know what I like so, though. I, the private North America is here, and private's the largest European porn company in the world. I haven't talked to them yet, because I, you know, but uh, I'm sure over the next two days I will see. I'll see one of the you know, production managers or someone from private who might be able to poke me in the right direction. You know what I love about Porno Dan is that he's actually trying. And he's I, a doer. I, I appreciate Hey, he is a doer. Dude, I've seen I'm, the I'm videos. I'm a young fellow, man. I'll run around. I'll run and gun all day. Hey, Bateman, did you not want me to talk about what Porno Dan's chick did? Uh, uh, <laughs> what'd you do now? Did you hear about this? If you don't, don't want know. me to, I won't. It's not no, a big deal. It's uh, she, she called in and... Sort of exposed something she wasn't supposed to talk about, and now uh, her friend doesn't like me very much. Yeah, your chick called up last night because it was her 21st birthday. We were oh yeah, she, she had a few, a little bit more than a lot of it. Put it that way. Yeah, and she um she she was, pa- she was good though. She didn't uh, go off the handle. No, no she was no good. Bombs this time. No, yeah. but she outed Bateman and his supposed relationship, and so now what did she say? She just wasn't supposed to say anything, and she brought it up on air. And because then I, I, she said, who needs a porn star when you got Tommy? Thanks for bringing that up, though. <laughs> wow. So, but there it is. She owes me a new chick. <laughs> yeah. She owes you a new chick? Yeah. You don't have her, the other one anymore. The other one's used up. All right. Oh, no. The other one got bitter? Yeah, because it got brought up on the air. Again, I don't understand how it happens when you, you meet a chick on the radio... You gotta right. figure if anything's gonna... all right. Well, Batman... anything's gonna happen. To, you know, it's hey, public air, public domain, baby. Right. It's all fair play. It's not like anyone knows who you are. All right. Well, hey, exactly. porno Dan, porno Dan dot com, brother. We love you. It's and, always uh... a pleasure, guys. I'll talk to you guys uh, next week. I'm born in Boston. I'm shooting Bean Town. I'm acting. I'm gonna push the limits this time. Try and get a little public flashing in front of the Red Bull land of the Red Sox Nation. Um, up there. If, a movies if the movie's called Bean Hound, you're a sick bastard. Ah, it is. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. <laughs> Thanks, and bro. And I am a sick rat. <laughs> there he is, Porno Dan from PornoDan.com. You Porno saw him Dan in the, uh, stop it, baby. You saw him in the Washington Post. Have, enjoy L.A. and have a safe trick. Uh, All right, I will, fellas. Take care. See ya. Trick back. That's what I meant to say. Well, there he is. I just love talking to porn stars. Oh, yeah. And I hope it's not getting boring to people, but... I, I it was one of those where I'm so fascinated with, with that lifestyle and how it works, and I mean I wanted to get a little bit more into detail on what it was like because I'm sitting there I'm watching porn and I'm not just watching the porn for what you usually would. I'm like I begin to analyze it, you know what I mean? And so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, okay, this chick I don't know how many porn she's done, 
But I wonder what it took for her to get to this point to be performing the act that she performs yeah. now. Yeah, when she gets uh, a little bit more freaky. And, like, at what point do you say, all right, I'm not going to make it as an actress in L.A. I need money. I'm just going to do one porn. There's so many hundreds of thousands of millions of porns. What are the chances anyone's ever going to find out about this? You know what this? freaks me out is when it's a young girl doing, like, the weird, crazy stuff. Because I imagine, what is this girl going to be doing when she's 35 and still trying to make money? She's going to be running 22 websites. Like Brittany Andrews, that's what she's doing. Ah. Our listeners ah. in Allentown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, they're all going to be there, uh, mm -hmm. ready uh, to watch you strip. But that's, you know, and then I wonder what it's like, you know, you know, first time, are you nervous? Do you need AIDS? Uh, like you know, like marital age. Uh oh <laughs> no, not like the Hiv. You know what I mean? Just stuff like that. Where, what gets you to that point? And where do you decide? You know what? Okay, you know what? I did it once. Yeah, I it think... was it was just sex, and man, I like got fifteen hundred dollars in my pocket. Yeah, I think after you step over that line, no going back. You might as well go for it all. It's and that's why I'm a, I'm kind of afraid to hang out with Porno Dan, because I'm really good at rationalizing stuff. And my thing will be like, okay, who's going to see this? And then, you know, I'm sitting there, and, and it's just this big, wild sex orgy, and I'm going to be like, God, i got to have some. You know, that video, if you were naked in a video, would end up on every funny website in the world. It'd be on Consumption Junction, News Filter. It would be, you know, The Hedgehog Reborn. That's what it would say. That's what the titles would say. And then you click on it, it's new. But it would, I'd be mini hedgehog. Yeah. And I mean that in a, in a number of ways. I'm smaller, uh, the gut and the butt, and the other place. I think I would do porn if I were gifted in that area. I think, could you imagine, because you are acting. I mean, Brittany said that, try to, try to pretend like you're enjoying it, sex what, with Ron, Ron Jeremy. What kills me is they can do that real well, but they can't say two lines, you know, without making the sound hack. Yeah. You'd think if you're doing all that other stuff, you'd be able to pull off, you know, a few lines about getting the getting your car fixed, you know, <laughs> or the pizza man, yeah, or you know the uh, the TV repairman. You think you'd be able to pull a little bit of that off? I know we were talking about me maybe doing, uh, uh, just not me maybe doing, but like wanting to see like a radio porn. Yeah, you know what I mean. But those are the pull boy. That's a, you know which one that I think you gave me, which I kind of like. The cabbie porn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where it's a guy driving around the cab, and I all know. of a sudden the people who are drunk in the back can't wait to get home. And I always fast forward that. You know what that means? If you like that one, hmm. you'd probably like to watch a little bit, you know? You'd probably like to go and just watch the stuff and not really. You know, it's not. It's not something, because I, I don't imagine being the cabbie. I more imagine... All right, I'm with a chick. We're leaving a club, and she just can't wait to get home. Oh. She's got to have it now. I know this is a little crazy. Yo, bro, I don't do this a lot. I'll, then, tip, I'll tip you an extra 20. I don't know where the uh, the whole thing of you wanting to be a cab driver came from earlier today. You were talking about that. What are you talking about? You were telling me how much uh, you know, it would be cool to be a, a cab driver, and now I think I'm putting the pieces together. What show are you listening to, and who are you hanging out with? It, it, between, between that, the pedophilia, and the DWI... I don't even know. You know what? We're sitting, we're just getting back to this real quick. We're sitting at Taco Bell, and Dubs and I are having a conversation. And uh, this is the Fair Oaks Mall. And he starts telling me about his parents and his life. And I was just like, Dubs, I don't even know you. 
I, I looked you in the face and I said, Dubs, you're my best friend in the world, and I have no idea who you are. I even hang out with you, and I don't know you. It's, it's There's a shield here. You see this? The listeners can't get close to you, and I think it's hurting the show. How? This is what I need you to do. In fact, it's gotten so bad. Dubs is moving this weekend. Mm -hmm. Thank God he's moving out of the ghetto and he's moving up in the world. Mm -hmm. Dubs has no friends. He has resorted to recruiting listeners to help him move. Hey, they, they're my friends. The listeners are my friends. No, you can't get close to anybody. Yes, That's your problem. I've been really close to uh, Cicada, uh Matt Albert, Mantan, and Tommy. Can you make a friend outside of the radio station or one who doesn't call 866-277-4969? By the way, if you'd like to help Dubs move, feel free. Because I, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it tomorrow. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Some updates. I see a chick walk in here. Did you? But I saw some chick walking around. I totally missed it if there was. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout featuring LFA and J-Dubs. Give me a rusty hanger. I'm going to fork the a-hole right out of you. The Hideout. LFA. The most important Latino broadcaster ever. Got a big dude. I don't know how this little man, this little fat man get all these women, boy. I don't know how he do it, but he does it. <laughs> it's a name. LFA. Oh, the, the bank account, one of the above. Oh, big <laughs> I think it's the big that gets the most. J-Dubs. Man, if I don't f***ing sit here in my apartment in the dark and f*** off the internet porn tonight, then the terrorists have truly won. The Hideout featuring LFA and J-Dubs. Welcome back into the Hideout, Washington, D.C. I am Al Hafe. That is J-Dubs. We're here for you, 866-277-4969, radiohideout.com. All right, I got this from C. Diddy. What's with boycotting the 18-year-old callers? We aren't boycotting anybody, but when people call in and nothing's dropped yet, we got to throw the gauntlet down somewhere. And let me say this, too. We can't be associated with you. You can listen. And, and really, it's iffy for you to listen. I like you to listen. I listened when I was 14, 15, 16 to radio like this. But just listen. You know, you can get your time to participate. You'll have plenty of time. Technically, you shouldn't be listening to this show. So when it sounds like you are and you're participating and, and kids it, calling in. It's just not good for it's, us or. Right. So just hang out. You'll get your time, you know. We don't want to be dicks. No, we're not. We, we appreciate everybody that listens. Every single person. We got old people, young people. But I just want to say that's why that happens, all right? Occasionally here, there, maybe when it relates, you can't be calling in on certain, certain subjects. Yeah, they're just subjects you can't. And and unfortunately, we got to please you. we got to do the parenting and the hideout. So, no, that's not why, that's why it happens. We're not trying to be evil to you. We appreciate you. Just know, you know, there's a whole there's a whole thing going on there. So just hang out and be by yourself, all right? Enjoy the show. With that being said, Jay Dubs, I gotta be honest. It's Father's Day weekend. We walked around the mall. Mm -hmm. I was uh, it was at the meeting place, mm -hmm. Mr. Smith's, mm -hmm. Georgetown on a Friday night. I realized I need a kid. <laughs> 
All right, you're at the bar and you realize you need a kid. I don't understand. You you go through this like every couple months, and I have to break it to you every time that you would not be a good father at this time. I think that right now, more than ever, I'm ready to be the father <laughs> of a child. And but here's my point. Obviously, going through the separation didn't happen there. You know what? I, I yeah. think it's for the best. Oh, yeah. And I don't ever know if I will end up meeting the perfect chick. You know what I mean? Because if it didn't work this last go-round, I don't know if marriage is ever going to work. Let's be perfectly honest. However, I still think I could be a great dad. And I think that I myself, because you know why? Let me tell you why. Dubs, I'm the kind of guy who learns how to do stuff from not doing what has already been done. You understand what I'm saying? Not completely. I look at my dad and see what he did, mm -hmm. and I'm like, you know what? I, I know what he did to me, and I'll be goddamn if I'm doing the same thing. You, you say that, but you're going to fall into the same patterns, and you aren't ready. You work around the clock. You do a lot of in especially as a single parent, you would have, you have no chance of being a good father. I think no I, worked, chance. I worked the perfect hours for a child. I worked nights. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. All right. How would you deal with some of the questions that you know the kids ask you? I don't. I don't think. I don't think you are ready for. You, you're ready to uh, take them to a ball game. You're ready to uh, hang out with them. You know, take them to school and all that kind of stuff. But you aren't ready for the tough stuff. Look, I know that I'm ready because I would treat a child like an adult, like I just did with C. Diddy, who wrote me the personal message on RadioHideout.com, yeah. asking me why are you boycotting us? We're not boycotting you. We're not angry at you. I explained the situation, what's happening, and I can't have you calling in. I, I talk to them as if they're an adult, and I treat them with respect. All right, let's put you through the ring. Let's put you to the test. I'm fine. I'm, I'm your kid, all right? Act like uh -huh. I am your kid. I'm going to ask you the tough questions that a kid would ask you, and I want your how you would answer them as a father, all right? Look, is, okay, that's fine, but I'll tell you, this is what I would end up doing. I would end up adopting. I'm going to adopt... Like a uh, a little African baby, a little Mexican baby. Oh Jesus! Why why you got why you got to go with the uh, the voice too? Now this one, the baby voice. This is what you got to deal with. Hey there, Hefito. How are you, son? Dad. You hear this? You see the smiling in my voice? Now all of a sudden I'm happy. I'm looking across at you. I hear this little voice. I'm thinking, wow, I'm a father. How are you, son? How are things going? It's Father's Day. Dad, uh, me and my friends were hanging outside the school, mm -hmm. and uh, the kid passed me a joint. I took a hit. <laughs> Is this a bad thing? I'm going to tell you about drugs, son. I do believe that drugs are a bad thing. I don't know if you know this. Your father here, El Jefe, I never did a drug. Never done a drug. Dad, I'm getting pressured for sex. All right, hold on a second. Let me answer one question at a time. Yes, Speak when you're spoken to. I've seen drugs ruin many a people. I work in an industry where drugs run rampant. I've seen very talented people fall by the wayside when it comes to drugs. Now, what was your second question, son? Dad, my girlfriend is pressuring me for sex. Okay, first of all, you have this voice. How old are you? How old are you, son? I'm 22. What happened? <laughs> I, I sound like you, Dad. Is this the, is is it a, a universal top forty voice? Yeah. Your girlfriend's pressuring you for sex. 
Hmm. Oh, if you're talking... As a 14-year-old, I thought... That was a joke, Dad. I thought you said you were 22. I thought you said you were 22. I was 14. And my girlfriend thinks she and I are ready for a sexual relationship. Let me explain this to you, son. First of all, I'm happy that you have female companionship at the age of 14. Your son, your, uh, your father did not. So good for you for having the ladies into you. However, sex is a precious thing. Maybe you should hold off because there are a lot of responsibilities that come with sex. Things like condoms, things like uh, testing. I don't think you're ready for that yet. Why don't you, well, you know, we'll focus on Little League Baseball. If you want me to take you and your girlfriend to the movies, walk around in the mall with you, we'll do that. Look at this. Amazing this. I think I'm father of the year. Come here, you little son of a bitch. Who's been telling you that? Who's been spreading those rumors? Uncle Dad's. And just because Uncle Dubs comes over all the time, that's no reason for you to think that I'm some sort of a mo. Uh, Dad, I have a very, very uh, tough question to ask you. Yes. I was uh, spending the night over at Uncle Amelia's house, and we shared a, uh, a sleeping bag. I felt a hand. All right, stop. All right, well, stop it already. What? How, how should I run? You should run, you should call the police, and you should tell me about this. I did tell you. And now I'm going to... the first step. And, now, the and I'm sorry what happened, and I'm going to go and I'm going to shoot Uncle Emilio. So that's what's going to happen. Why are you telling Premier, yeah? Sid, you're in the hideout on JFK. Dad? Yes. Hey, hey, hey Dad? Yeah. Uh, growing up without a uh, mother, uh, I'm gay. I just want to say I'm gay. And I want to say, son, that I support you in everything and just know that I will be here for you in, in times of hardship. Some people are not going to understand, but, but I still love you. And no, I am not, even though I only hang out with Uncle Dubs and Uncle Tommy. That does not mean that I am gay. Why does, why does Uncle Tommy work out in our living room? Well, I didn't say that Uncle Tommy wasn't gay. I just said that your your father and Uncle Dubs weren't gay. I know that Uncle Tommy likes to shave himself a lot. I know that a lot of times he likes to pretend like he has girlfriends related with pornodan.com. But um, he, he is what we would term as someone who is on the other side of the fence. And know that even though he is on the other side of the fence, we still love Uncle Tommy for who he is. I'm going to stab you. He loves me. He, he loves, told me that. He told you what? He's very tender. 866-277-4969. I think I'm passing with flying colors, Tommy. What do you yeah. think? What's that, son? I am, uh, I'm going to be a Republican. I'm going to vote for Bush. I can't have you be my son anymore. I, uh, the gay I could deal with, the drugs I feel I could talk you out of, now you're just talking insane. Now you're just talking like some sort of a loan. I believe that there are WMPs. How? Hi, you little son of a bitch. There's no proof. There's no link with Al-Qaeda in Iraq. There are no weapons of mass destruction. Uh, Saddam turned him away. Uh, and Al-Qaeda? How could you do this to me? This... Dad, you've been whitewashing way too much Michael Moore. Huh? You don't want to go Listen see... Listen to that Franken guy. You don't want to go watch Fahrenheit 9-11 with me? No, I'm going to be listening to the O'Reilly factor. All right, that's it. You're out of my family. Beat it already. Enough of you. Dubs, there it is. I think I pass the flying colors. Between you and me, you I, failed totally. I'm father of the year. No, no, let's hold on a second. 
I, you, you disowned your son for listening to the O'Reilly Factor. Come on, is that uh, is that completely un, uh, unfounded? I swear to you, more than anything, if my kid came to me and said, "You know what? I I want to vote for Bush," I'd smack him. I'd be like, "Are you not paying attention? You, you little stupid ASF." Now, uh, here's a here's a really good question. When it is time for discipline, mm -hmm. how would you discipline? Would I, you discipline with a stern talking, or would you, you know, swat him a couple times? I think you do have to. You, you do have to do the occasional swatting, but you only bring out the swatting. You only bring out the, the punishment when it when it's absolutely necessary. I disagree. I think you bring it out when it's not necessary, so they won't do anything that you know it would be necessary for it. No, because sometimes it backfires. It depends on the kid. You got to go. You got to know the kid's personality. Example: I got two little brothers. One of them. You could beat the hell out of, and it just makes him matter, and he's just gonna mess with you more. The other one, you you look at him like you're about to hit him, and he's apologizing, and he and he, you know, he feels bad. I think you get to know the personality of the kid. I think one just needs to be hit more, but, but more than I likely, think. you uh you know you just hit once. You hit once when it's absolutely necessary. Fetus, you're in the hideout on JFK. Father. Yes, son. Yes. Why do you make me call you, well, Hefe at home? Take showers with you and dress me in lingerie. Because I love you, son. <laughs> I bless it to hell. <laughs> because I love you. Hey, speaking of lingerie, did you hear what happened in Victoria's Secret? Like a thousand, a, a thousand like panties were stolen. I'm sorry. How would? <laughs> yeah, was it you, Bateman? How could you walk out with a thousand panties? I don't know, but you know that's the other thing too that like is kind of upsetting, is that, you know, going through the separation, mm -hmm. it, we were walking around the mall today and I see that it's the Victoria's Secret semi-annual sale, and I remember going with my chick to the semi-annual sale. Mm -hmm. And do you remember? Did you ever feel like totally out of place at those things? My problem is whenever I go uh, shopping with my chick, I tend to wander off while she's shopping. And when I wander off in places like that, I think everybody's looking in the books for me, seeing if I if I'm a you know a uh, a sexual offender. Yeah. You know? And you know what the other thing is too. Whenever you're going to places like this, isn't it almost expected that you're allowed to look? Because my whole thing is I'm sitting there and I'm watching the chicks. Because at the semi-annual show, if you've mm -hmm. ever gone to these things, they've got the big bins, and so they're digging through the bras, looking for the right size and the panties, and I'm just sitting there like. Wishing they like they would sit there and they would, like sniff them, maybe caress them on their cheek to see how soft it is. And then you look over to the other side and it's me doing all those things. <laughs> and that's Tubbs. And they're like, sir, do you work here? No, I'm just hanging out. <laughs> it feels so good against my skin. Uh, I'm just uh, taking my time. I just ate Chick Fil A. I wanted to go over to Dairy Queen. Have you ever like went there to buy a gift for a woman and then you have to like walk around by yourself and then walk out with the big Victoria's Secret bag through that, the mall? That's a place like like you know when you're going swimming as a kid, you gotta take a buddy. You go with the buddy system in there. You know you don't want to be the lone the lone wolf. Miss Megan, welcome into the hideout on JFK. What's up, baby? Nothing. Hey, guys. How are you doing on this I'm, fine Friday evening? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks. Where do you go and uh, buy all of your panties and under or under gear? Actually, I'm a big Victoria's Secret girl. Every chick is into Victoria's Secret. Is that like the ultimate? Like, if you get anything else that isn't Victoria's Secret, that is not worthy. Well, the Victoria's Secret stuff lasts a little bit longer if you get the right stuff. Mm -hmm. You're going to pay a little bit more, but you keep it longer. So mm -hmm. it's worth it. And see, like Dubs, guys. I couldn't imagine, because guys, more than likely, where do you get your undergarments? 
Walmart. So do I. I'll go to Target and Walmart, and that's where it's, I'm... They're just boxers. Nice cotton boxers. Tidy whities over here. I, like, I don't wear boxers or tidy whities, so I'm okay. But I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to Target. I'm going to get a few undershirts, get some uh, some skivvies. Skivvies? You still call them skivvies? <laughs> and some socks. I'm beginning to think that whole first segment was real. That's all I'm saying. Lies. Nothing but lies, you son of a bitch. What about you? Uh, you want to go shopping? You want me to take you over Victoria's Secret, buy a little something, something? Actually, I, I'm a website girl. I usually have it delivered to my house. <laughs> so you know your sizes perfectly, and yeah. it, it arrives and it fits? Yeah. I'm now, gonna... can, can you return it if it doesn't fit and you buy it off Absolutely. the website? Absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't think you could return things like undergarments. Yeah. yeah they, they take oh, care yeah. of you very good at Victoria's Secret. Even if you, like, you know, buy it at the place, you can still return it back. Have you ever done that? Have you ever gone to like Walmart or Target? No. And you need to try on the skivvies until you break open a package and you try them on? You don't know your size? You don't know your waist size? Yeah, dude, I do. I was just asking if you know. <laughs> you know. I've never done that before. Have you went ahead and just gotten the ones that are already open so you don't have to open them and try those on just in case? <laughs> have you ever lied to yourself and bought a size 34? No. <laughs> Me neither. Today, Dubs and I, I'm trying to buy a belt. And I'm like, God, yeah, I've lost weight. I've got these pants on. Because the pants that I got on right now are 38s. I'm like, I'm going to get the 38 belt. I try to wrap it around my waist. You <laughs> didn't wrap it around your neck. It wouldn't even It wouldn't even go <laughs> You son of a bitch. It wouldn't even go tip to tip. I'm like, yeah, I'll just go with the 42. Oh. That way I'll feel like I'm skinny. Yeah, that's what I do. Ms. Megan, what are you doing the rest of the night? I am actually heading out to Fast Eddie's with some friends. So. Fast Eddie's? What is Fast that? Fast Eddie's. I thought that, a... Isn't that an oil change place? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't think they, they have lubes and... uh even dip your lube. No, that's true. They do have Fast Eddie's in yeah. Michigan. It yeah. is an oil yeah. change oh, place. I'm not a Michigan girl, so I wouldn't know. You should be. No, Fast Eddie's has a billiard hall and a bar. Where is it at? I want to go with you. I want to wear my, uh, I want to wear my varsity jacket there. Your varsity jacket. Yeah. Nice, nice. No, we always wanted to do that when we were, uh, yeah, let's start this over. We always, me and my friends always wanted to do that when we were, when we were like three years out of high school, just go to some pool hall, wearing our varsity jackets, you know, three years after the fact, and just be the biggest losers. Do you remember over by our, our old radio station in Lansing, they had a pool hall down the street, but you couldn't drink there. Yeah. And it was an all-night pool hall. Yeah, there was nothing but 13 or 14-year-old kids. Just hanging out, shooting pool at like 4.30 in the morning. 13 and 14 years old? Yeah. We I'll... couldn't even get into pool halls before we were 18. That's why this place is like no drinking or anything. It was no drinking. It was no you smoking. Could, no, you could smoke. Oh, oh yeah, really? you could smoke. Hmm. I never understand that. <laughs> so or remember to... Pinball Pete's? No. <laughs> oh, yes, actually, I do. Love the pinball. Do you really? I'm a big fin pinball fan, yeah. I don't even. How does that game work? Pinball? Yeah. I've never, I've never understood what the joy was in pinball. Oh, it's great if you can get a long game going. I mean, it, it's a regular, you know, game where you, it, it all depends on the roll of the ball. Yep. See, I never had a dad to play pinball with. You don't need a dad to play pinball with. Never had a dad to take me to Victoria's Secret. <laughs> I did. By the way, would you ever? Happy use, Father's Day. Would you ever use those catalogs? What? Oh, I I used to, yeah. I used to use those in uh, Fredericks of Hollywood. Yeah, Fredericks was always skankier. And you know why? Because they had, like, the uh, the things that girls would put inside their bras, mm -hmm. and it looked like a breast. So they just had those things sitting there, and you could actually, you know, think, hey, I'm seeing that bear. <laughs> ah! 
<laughs> and I, uh, I guess I was like in the fifth, sixth grade. I'm looking at the Victoria's Secrets, and then I went through my dad's porn, and I found uh, Wild Nurses and Lust. And from then on, that's when I was first introduced to. Uh, the guy who you say his uh, his junk looks like a... Uh, now, have you ever went through the Sears catalog? Uh-oh. Crystal Savage. <laughs> I, you know what? Yes. You get you get around to the 382 part of yep. pages. You got the women in their lingerie. Yep. Uh, yes, I'm not ashamed, although I should be, to say I have used the Sears catalog. You ever use a Mervyn's catalog? No, but Montgomery Ward, I have. Goddamn, we're so disgusting. All right, now, Mervyn's, you're going to have to fill me in. I've... Mervyn's? I've used Elaine Bryant. Shut up. Now you're, just, now you're just trying to be a shock jock. Uh, Mervyn's is just another department store. I guess we only had them down south. Yeah. You didn't have a lot of them around here. No. But yeah, it's your basic, you know, it's just your basic store. You guys know Mervyn's around here? Never heard of Mervyn's. But we did have Montgomery Ward once upon a time. Monkey Ward. Monkey yep, Ward. Exactly. They don't have anything around here. Nothing but the hideout. Yeah. All right. Well, Miss Megan, be careful on the rest of your night. For those of you uh, also hanging out, listen to Very Uncomfortable Radio. A sideshow is forced tomorrow to listen to the segments on which we discovered that he was an alleged liar. So, and I'm sure he'll probably try to comment as well during that. So that should be a lot of fun. And uh, some of the old Saturday Night Show uh, segments, we're going to start mix that as well. Again, on the Saturday Night Mixtape from 7 to 11 o'clock. As Doves. I'm Hefe, that's Miss Megan. Thank you to Oddball, Punani, and Bateman who helped all week long. Until Monday night, 11 o'clock, we out, bitch. Happy Father's Day, 5,000. Happy Father's Day, 5,000. I love you, Hefe. You need to feel the gay. I'm on the gay side. I'm a big mo. I'm a big mo. Big mouth. I don't like a colored guy. I want to sleep with Hefe. I want to sleep with Hefe. You're a mongoloid. Shut up, Tubbs. Hi, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J-Dub. This is Fred Smooth, Washington Redskins. I'll be smacking my hoes. And everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. All right, thanks.